hey, hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Straight Up Sugar Podcast. I am your host, Calvin, and we have a special edition today, man. We have one of the most talented actors I've seen, or young actors I've seen in a long, long time. Uh, I didn't recognize him at first, but I was like, wait a minute, I know this commercial he did before. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. We're going all the way to Chicago with Edward Williams III, a.k.a. Travis Capone, a.k.a. Young Sweater Brother. How you doing, Travis? Hi, what's going on with you, man? How you feeling? Doing good. And Travis is one of the stars of a show that I've been watching since I've been cooped up in the house and, you know, recovering from surgery and everything. And he's one of the stars of the show called Southside. It wasn't Comedy Central, but now it's been picked up by uh, HBO Max. So, man, Edward, man, thank you so much for coming on our show today. Yeah, yeah, man. No, it's great to have me, man. Let Yeah, make sure the people know the name is Edward Williams III. That's three eyes at the end. Remember the name. On comedy on Southside, I go by Travis Capone. Hey, hey, I'll tell you something. Uh, you probably or people probably didn't even catch. You know, um, I really, really take a lot of uh pride in my name to the point where in one of the episodes I ad-libbed and I said my name. I said, but <laughs> they wouldn't let me keep the full name. So I had to switch it up. But I say, AK, I say, I'm Travis Capone, AKA Ted Williams the third. I caught that. I caught that today. You was in the truck. You was in the truck when you said it. And I was like, did he just say Ted Williams the third? I caught it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my, and my sister, she gets mad because like I work in TV. And so she's like, man, you always pick up the small stuff. I'm like, I'm like I can't help it. Like, you know, I just kind of, I could just, I could just see what the actors are doing in the show because I work on TV. So it's kind of like, man, I, I see what y'all doing there. So yeah, I caught that today. I actually saw that's like, man, he just said Ted Williams the third. I'm like, so, but now we have the official Ed Williams the uh, third. He, he's been in a lot of stuff, not just uh, Southside, but a lot of stuff, man. But young and upcoming actor, man, and, you know. Uh, you know, admittedly, my, my my family loves you. My sister think you're cute. So I'm like, man, come on now. Like, I got to be professional here. But, man, uh, phenomenal. You've been in a holiday heist on BET. Uh, I remember him from all the way back in the finish line commercials. I'm like, man, it's so – to see him blossom right now, and he is on Southside, it's, so, it's, it's quickly picking up steam right now. Everybody's loving it on social media. So, man, Travis I – mean, I did it again. See, Edward. How can t- tell us about you? Who is Edward Williams the third? Man, we still trying to figure that one out. That one's still up for grabs. <laughs> Edward, man, he uh, he's made up of three things, three entities: mind, body, and soul. Uh, and just living life, walking as a thespian man, trying to perfect my craft. I, when I was growing up, I was a, uh, I used to. Be on a dance team. I used to try to sing to impress the ladies. Uh, I cut hair to make money. <laughs> I told jokes because I was funny. <laughs> uh, man, you know, I used to footwork. I used to, man, I did it all. And, and uh, but I always wanted to be like an actor. You know, my dad is a, is a pastor. Well, my dad was a pastor. Uh, he's deceased. Uh, my goddad's a pastor. I've been in church my whole life, so I'm PK all around, all the way around. Um, man, you know, it's, it's just nice. hey, I'm just, I, I'm, you know, I'm just like I said, I'm gathering it all up, just uh, waiting, man. waiting on the world to yeah, waiting on the world to recognize. Oh yeah, uh, and what's man, passing through? Yeah, and make sure we're gonna keep saying this. Make sure y'all remember the name, everyone, because. You, I mean, even what you're saying that is like a renaissance, man. You kind of bring that in Edward Williams the third. It's kind of like royalty, man. Like it's, it has that name to it that you have to remember. So make sure y'all remember the name because he is a renaissance man. If you've seen his acting, you got range, man. I, I give you that. You got range, man, because I saw a little bit of the holiday heist on BET that you did. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, I, I, I thought I liked Travis, but no, hold up. You know, this is, I don't like this character and we're playing. I like Travis, but this dude on Holiday Heist, I'm like, hold up now. But no, man, that, to me, that shows you got range, man. So he is definitely an actor that you have to look out uh, for because, I mean, uh, man, you're going places. And now I think that, which I have uh, on Southside, you, you have a bigger platform now. 
And so with that being said, like, so the show is called Southside, but like, aren't you originally from like, uh, you're from Georgia, right? But how, how did you come to like to go in Chicago? Oh man, I was born in Atlanta. I was born in Macon, um, raised in San Diego, California. And uh, my mom and my stepfather moved to Indiana in 2000. And um, that's how I ended up down this way. And, you know, as I got older, I just, I never left. And then, you know, I moved, I moved over to Illinois and just kind of blossomed from there, man. I got into, you know, doing stand-up comedy and then I got into stage plays. That went from there to meeting an agent to auditioning for the shows and booking them. Uh, you said you, you, you know me all the way back from the finish line, but uh, do you remember me in Chicago Med? I don't remember. I don't remember Chicago Med, but I did see some of your stuff for Chicago I did, PD. I did PD. I did. I actually did PD as a as an extra, and then I did PD as a featured extra, and then I came back and did PD as a guest star. Mm -hmm. And then that that in itself was like a controversial episode itself. So, man, yeah. that's what I said. When, when you say range, that was a kind of like a hot topic episode. But then, like you deliver it as like a as like actor would like a, as a real person though, so man, I have to go back and watch that man. But you know, one thing you said is that you know you do a lot of acting in Chicago, and a lot of people just think you have to go to Hollywood just to get acting gigs. But you said a bulk of your acting comes from Chicago. Actually, pretty much all of my acting comes out of Chicago. Um, one, I would say maybe I did nine finish line commercials. So maybe five of those commercials were in the block when they flew me out to LA. So I got flewed out <laughs> one time. Yeah, I got flewed out. Uh, and that was just amazing because not only did I get flewed out, you know, like a hot girl in the summer, um, they, uh, they direct booked me. So, you know, I did, I did the finish line commercials, but when I was there, I kept telling them, I said, hey, I want y'all to make me the finish line guy. And they listened. And like the next time they got ready to do some more commercials, they they called my, my agent, said they want me to come back. Man, put me on the first class flight to LA. And that was like the start of my career. It was like, wow. Like I Nobody, my agent hadn't had like a direct booking like that before. Like where I didn't even audition for the second batch of, of commercials. Um, I also did a Lowe's commercial with Whirlpool. Uh, before people people kind of spot me in that um so yeah I just like it and for a minute you know when I first started doing acting you know a lot of people even my own mom didn't recognize me in some of the stuff I did so like like you say you know the range yeah it's it, but it's very uh it's so funny because I was so ambiguous I'm so ambiguous like you you wouldn't be able to spot me if you didn't pay attention because my hair changed I don't know what it is about me but if I change my hair boy my I, I look either five years younger, five yep. years older. I, man, my appearance for some reason completely changed. My mom didn't even recognize me in Holiday Heights. Yeah, and I was, I was like, I didn't know who you were in Holiday Heights. I was like, wait, <laughs> then you, add, you add the hair to it. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so that threw me off big time, man. Hey, But hey, we have Edward Williams third actor, comedian. I'm not, I'm gonna post a fun of him uh, on the block, but uh, we have more Edward Williams III. Remember his name, y'all, because he's going to be big deal coming up. So stay tuned. We have more with Edward Williams III. Stay tuned. Straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up, to be honest, and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point. This is what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest, and that's what I appreciate most about it, and it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, with all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it is. Straight up. I want to give it up to Travis and the Capone boys for falling through. Come on, man. We look up to you. Me and the Capone boys. You got my homie, Big Red Riding Hood. 
My dude Chattanooga, he from Tennessee. And big homie do twice. You do everything twice. Hey, just hearing Uncle Spike and everything, man, I'm even thinking about going back and getting my gear. Your GD? Why you gotta spell it? All right, so once again, we're back with Mr. Edward Williams, third actor, comedian, because he is funny. I gotta say, when I was doing my research on you, Edward, uh, I know that you do impersonations. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you know I do. And then uh, there's uh, one impersonation I saw that I was like, wow, he's spot on. He's really a good actor. That was Mr. Rave Charles. You know, you know, I don't know. You can say no, but I was wondering, can you give us a little Ray Charles, you know, before you... I know you have your sunglasses around you right now, but you don't have to do it, though. I'll put you on the spot. Yeah, I keep a pair. He got the glasses. He got the glasses. What's up, Ray? Uh, well, 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 how you doing, man? Uh, here's the thing. When you think pennies, you get pennies. And when you think dollars, man, you get dollars. Well, I got a room. Real time. Is it good to me? Oh, yeah. She give me money when I'm in need. Yeah, she's a kind of friendy. I got a woman wherever town. Is it good to me? Oh, yeah. Mr. Ray Charles, everybody. <laughs> man, man, that is, that's great, man. So and I know you're an actor, man. And you, you have range. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure there is a lot of times as an actor, you were like speaking to yourself a lot. Like, how did you like just like because a lot of people they have this one skill set. Man, you went from commercial to TV to drama to comedy. Like, you know, because Chicago PD, man, that's a good show. But like, just like I said, that 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 um that episode you were in when you were acting, um, when you actually when you actually had a speaking role, like that was serious. How how are you able to channel just like with everything going on, especially these past couple of years? How are you able to channel? that specific role in it just be like not be you know the comedian we, the, the comedic side of Travis Capone but being the person you know at that scene to where you have to be serious and then you know this is a real life issue going on you know what I mean how did you channel that side of be serious yeah um you know that's um it's a very layered question and that's why I said you know it's gonna have to, it's gonna really, I believe it's gonna take my whole lifetime for people to understand me fully. Um, but I'll try to give it to you now in this time. So how I would answer that is this. I, you, you say young and I appreciate it because I am young and I know people would say that I am, uh, but I've been around, I've been on this earth now for 30 years. Uh, and in that time that I've spent here, I've learned a number of things. And one of those things is uh, channeling emotion. I have no formal acting training. All of this, like you said, all of this is, uh, <laughs> you didn't know that. Oh, yeah, you didn't do, your, didn't do that much research. <laughs> oh, man, I, I have no formal training. I took one acting class once I really decided to really do this thing. And I took that with a, a, a man named Richard Gallion. I did a lot of stage plays with Richard. Richard has a TV show, uh, a TV series that he shot that I'm in. We shot the pilot episode, it's called Desperate. But Richard is my only source of uh, educating me on how to present myself as an actor. And I took that, I went to YouTube University and uh, I, I took a sp I just became a sponge man and I really really honed in to perfect my craft because practice doesn't make perfect it makes permanent the way you practice some things you know they say the theory of a, an expert is 10,000 hours but my man at this point in my life I guarantee I don't put in about 20. I, I hear that I see so that. so what I, I and not on active I put about 20 <laughs> just in living man and what I've learned is that we're all, we're all our emotions are right there. I'm mad right now. I'm happy right now. I'm sad right now. I'm, 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 I'm hilarious. I'm furious. I'm angry. All at the same time. And how do we do that? Because we can't control them. We just channel them. And we use our energy the way we want to use it. And a lot of people choose to use their energy for negativity because that's easier to feed when positivity is way harder to achieve, uh, but it's a choice that you make. So with that character, 
literally, I'll, I'll be super honest with you. When I, um, the character for Chicago PD, the description for that character was that he was a basketball player, but he was given a speech about, you know, Black Lives Matter. When I was in the audition room, everybody was going in there yelling like they were protesters. You could hear them outside yelling the lines. But me, I've always been very observant to, I'm like you, I'm, I'm super uh, keen to details. I said a basketball player wouldn't be yelling like that. Mm-hmm. A basketball player, especially a college basketball player, oh, he too cool to be yelling. So if he is giving his speech, he's not giving it to him like, a protester so bro i went in and i just was like yo you know i gave a speech like this like you know america means this you know like like i was a cool little college basketball and i wore a leatherman's jacket in there you know what i'm saying but i was just you know and then um i always do something in the audition room to make myself memorable you know uh so i ain't gonna tell my secrets uh yeah, but i did something to make myself memorable mm-hmm. we'll say that yeah and, and, uh, and I got a call back and then I did the same thing and I booked it, you know? So, yeah. So it is it, for, for me getting into these characters, dude, I'll show you, wait, wait, just like I said, wait till they really see, man, I, I'm working on some stuff. Uh, I know you said we'll get into that. I'll let you know about that. I'm working on some stuff right now, man. That's uh, hopefully you guys enjoy, enjoy the work, the, 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 the labor of my work. Yeah, and, and I told the him fruits he, of my labor. There it is. Fruits of your labor. Yeah, Matt's. And like I said, man, I'm gonna keep saying this. Remember the name, man. Edward Williams III. Remember his name. And uh, we we got some Louisiana connections. I see you friends with uh with uh, Nick Nick Pattyway. And I'm like, hold up, man. You know Big Nick? I'm like that's like a uh, Louisiana he, jewel right there. Hey, 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 dog. That's my man's man, dude. Uh, I met him through one of my acting buddies, Tarzan. And Nick, Dan Rue, you know, uh, Mick Asshole, yep. Tarzan. Yep. Uh, you got uh, uh, Donovan, Donovan with, with a spoon. Mm-hmm. All of them from New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's crazy because we, we've been watching them for so long. And like to see them like just like go over there, man. I'm so proud of all y'all, man. So, I mean, I mean Edward Williams III, we're going to keep saying his name, man, because you got to remember his name. But, Man, he just drops some gems on us, man. Like, even if you don't act, that's just life knowledge. And like, because I'm kind of the same way. Like, you say I'm young, but man, like, you know, I grew up, man, our rent was 150. And like, you know, it had boarded up doors. This, this wasn't on Section H. This was all just like rent, rent. And like, so, man, I, I feel that struggle. And people always say that I'm from Shreveport. And they always say that Shreveport is like Chicago number two. Because I mean, wait, Shreveport, where's that? Shreveport is Louisiana. It's like, uh, it's like uh, North Louisiana, so it's kind of like Shreveport, Baton Rouge, and then you got New Orleans. So it's kind of like a big yeah. map that's going. So we're the third biggest city in, uh, in Louisiana. So we kind of like that. Uh, we call it Chicago number two, man, because it's kind of so just that struggle, man. To say, man, I probably live more life than people did in thirty years than you know anybody who like sixty, because man, like just got to keep grinding, man. Like so, just you know, no, like I always say, man, no means next opportunity, you know, next opportunity. So don't be hungry man so i love to see that hunger that you have and that gym you just gave us man because that's you know that's knowledge right there so we're gonna talk about this show that everybody's like i, I see a lot of my friends on social media talking about you know and i'm like wow what is it well like, man i've been watching the show for two years now yeah but yeah it's uh I, it first came on comedy central but since hbo max is coming out man it, picked, it got picked up on hbo max it's called south side you know yes, and it's kind of like a a play on like Rena Center, you know, because I mean I know I got some stuff in my house from Rena Center, but hey. I'm just, no, I'm just playing. Hey. <laughs> but no, it's no like judgment a, here. No, judgment <laughs> no uh, but no, like uh, it's it's called uh, Southside. It's the two best friends kind of on their hustle, and it's it's kind of like a knock in Rena Center, but it has so much character in the show with different uh, actors, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Edward, just tell us about your character in the show and how did you get this gig on Southside? What's the show about? So, yeah, so like you like you said, man, the show's about two friends, man. They just graduated Kennedy King College and they think they're about to take over the world uh, by any means necessary. You know, one, he he wants to, to work as, he wants to become an astronaut. The other one just, you know what I'm saying, want to get the cops off his back, pay his child support. <laughs> Uh, so they, 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 they like any regular Chicago man, um, 
got a job, but got side hustles. You know what I'm saying? Like they trying to, they, they, they got side hustles and I play Travis Capone, um, one of the leads. I play his best friend, just a young, young kid who uh trying to be a rapper, you know, in Chicago, a, a weird Chief Keith, Kanye West little dude. You know what I'm saying? We really don't know if Travis is as smart as some of the things that comes out of his mouth or if he just heard this off of television or what, but sometimes Travis makes a lot of sense and sometimes Travis goes off the deep end. You know what I'm saying? And we don't know, you never know what to expect from Travis. Uh, just know, expect something from Travis. <laughs> and and this show, man, like, cause like I said, a lot of my friends watch this now. And my sister and uh, my family, they watch it. We watch it every day cause it's just our comedy need that we need. And uh, so I'm over here thinking that Travis and Simon were like cousins. Cause he said in the beginning, my uncle Spike, uh, Uncle Spike. So I was like, are they cousins? Like, you know, so I like that. And like, but you know how, you know how black people, you know what I'm saying? Hey, when you got auntie, auntie, so-and-so, that's auntie so-and-so to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, <laughs> hey, if, if, if that's your uncle Johnny, that's uncle Johnny. Like got I'm it. not gonna change his name. You know what I'm saying? So that's, hey, Uncle Spike, that's, that's just that's Uncle Spike, Uncle Spike. To, okay. to the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's Uncle Spike. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, but uh the thing about this show is that especially with your character, they uh they they do a, a, a special shout out to Diallo uh and uh Bazir, because they those two have done a great job with that show. And mm -hmm. uh the uh Diallo gave us a, a shout out <laughs> on our show on our podcast. So this is two members on Southside that came on our show already. So thank y'all so much. Yeah. Um but you know, um, just they do very well with detail with the characters, and that's what I like about your character because, like, it's so detailed about you know, like, just and it's kind of like a spoiler alert for people to know about. It, but they they shows you progressing throughout the whole show, like like every episode, like, hey, he gave up his life to do this, and like, well, he has a job, and like, it's kind of like and then you think like, well, I get my time part time, so you know, and it's like, dang, sorry. You but, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Travis, man, like I say, there ain't no cap in Travis rap. You just got to really listen to see what Travis is saying. You know what I'm saying? Travis, he he just got a, he just got a, a, a he a creator. He got a creative way of saying things. Just like when, when they took the laptop, he said, I was getting ready to change the way we say the letter W. You know what I'm saying? He's just the innovator. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Travis, you know what I'm saying? You got to let Travis shine. Like Travis, when, Travis is just like Edward Williams III. Right. And, and short enough for the people, you know, I'm actually, I'm, I'm rebranding and you could just shorten it, it's just E3. But you know what I'm saying? Just like for E3 with Travis C, once they let them shine, they gonna see what they gonna be. Yeah. They become something stupid crazy. Remember the name, y'all. E3, Edward Williams III, remember the name, y'all. Hey. You already w know, Edward Williams III. Oh, there you go, Brandon. Man, I like that. I think you're one of them shirts. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm like, hey, look, that's what I'm saying. I'm starting from the start brand. I'm gonna make sure I make you. I'm gonna make you one and get it to you. Okay, okay. Yes, sir. All right then. Yeah, man. So, like, man, this 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 character, Travis, man. Like I said, he's probably one of my favorite. Probably like outside. No, I think I think he is one of my favorite characters on the show because like there's one saying that you say, and my <laughs> sister, my mom, all my friends love this one saying. Can you please just do it for us one time? <laughs> Man, like, so that's one of the ad-libs he does on the show, but it's so catchy. Like, how did you come up with that? You know, it's fun, dude. Me and Diallo was actually sitting on set talking about, like, different beats. And if you heard, so when I auditioned, dude, my first lines were the first scenes of the show. I have blue balls into, like, your white daughter. Kill your white father. That was the what I auditioned with. So I walked in here, Diallo Bashir and, and, and my man Biden. They sitting there. Uh, it's two black dudes and a white dude. And I was just like, are these the lines? They're like, yeah. I was like, y'all want me to say this? <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, whenever you're ready. Dude, at that moment, I just said, hey, fuck it, sink or swim. And I said it so hard, nigga. I just, I had blue balls until I the white daughter. Kill your white father. And it got silent in the room. And then they just start busting up laughing. <laughs> and I was like, 
Like, they like it. They start dying laughing. They said, can you add something to it? And I just said, yeah. And so I get to spitting. And they was just like, all right. And so when we got on the show, they said, keep going. So if you know on the show, I say, I have blue balls until I get your white daughter. Kill your white father. I said, been about my dope. Still getting Franklin's. And when I say I'm down with Chase, it ain't about that banking. The only white guy I like. <laughs> Man, I was like, gonna ask. I added all that extra, you know. Man, like so the Karata top part that that just like came out of nowhere. No, so man, we was we was sitting on we were sitting backstage, and he was just like, "I want you to, you know what I'm saying? I want travel. I want you to really get them like aggressive." And we just were like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, see, so you know what I'm saying? Like some like some DMX or something like some. And then I was, you know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, but we want to make it. You know what I'm saying? We want to make it. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like we both. I don't even remember if he said it or I said it, but gratata came out, and it was over with. I had to keep. <laughs> It was gratata, you know what I'm saying? Man, that part, man, each time, man. Then, like, I think uh, K, he was like, that's the only part I like. I'm like, bro. <laughs> he said, that's the only part I really like. <laughs> and then, man, when you was on the, was on the microphone, he's like, yeah, this is, uh, I need this music. Gratata. I'm like, this man really doing this out here right now. So that was all ad lib, right? But do you really rap in real life? Like, do you really rap? You know, my, so I told you, I'm a PK. Uh, and my dad used to have us always singing. And it's so crazy, my guy, because I don't know how in the world I blocked this out of my brain, but I do rap. I've always done music, but didn't even know it. You know, I did music because I used to dance. But when I go back and I start, people start hitting me up from school. They're like, dude, I, dude you, you been? And I start thinking, I'm like, whoa, dude. Oh, I'm sorry if I, you, you know, good? I don't know if I. You good? Uh, it's, it's called straight up. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, people hit me up talking about all the old songs I used to make in high school. Dude, I swear to you, I thought I was Soldier Boy back in high school. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, and, and you know, like I said, I'm in person. So I was back in school. And I'm like, hey, hey, right, man, I just went to the mall, man. Guess what I got? What you get, Soldier Boy? Man, I got me some bathing aids. Like, I, and I started buying bathing aids. Boy, I had my hair cut like Soldier. I used to wear the shirts like in. Dude, I, I started making shirts. My, bruh. And I started making my own. I made a dance, I remember, called Crank That Lawnmower. It, I'm telling you, man, I was I, I was a hit back in the day. I made a song called Crank That Lawnmower. I, I, dude, I had a bunch of hits. Like, people hitting me up and start reminding me. So I know all this stuff. Watch. You're going to see videos, stuff going to come out. You know how I do. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I've been doing it. Like, I, I kids, I've been. And it's crazy because I didn't even know. I just, I was perfecting my craft then. Mm -hmm. You know, I was my craft then. And now I come here. And when I really got focused, bro, the, it, the shit just came easy. So I do. Do music now. Uh, I am gonna come out. I'm coming out as E3. Yeah. Get uh, ready to drop some music. Um, you know, I have a, a special lady I keep around me who's an artist and she helps me a lot, Natalie Orphelia. You guys mm -hmm. can go check her out. And matter of fact, I'm gonna make sure that you do an interview with her. I'm gonna make sure you get your research, but you can look her up so you can do an interview with her. Uh, she's a sign uh, recording artist, uh, beautiful voice, uh, beautiful spirit, beautiful personality. Uh, man, she let me come in the studio with her, man. I've been in the studio now with, with, with T.I., you know what I'm saying, with his son, Damani, mm -hmm. you know what I'm heard they got some projects together. I've been in studio, John Blue, if you uh, know John Blue, he did uh, uh, Spray on My Cologne with Gucci mm -hmm. Man. Uh, and and um, it's just been a, a Vo. I don't know if you, you know Vo. Yeah, Vo, y'all yeah, saw him, yeah, Vo. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, was in a yeah. car with him. Man, that's my homie, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, me and Man, Vo used to be do gospel music back in the day when I was doing comedy. Yeah, like we come up from together, together. Like I'm talking about, I'm like 17 years old. Like Vo, like me and him, man. We was doing shows in churches, yeah. like for real. Stand up comedy at their youth events. He come, he, him and his homie, they come rap some gospel rap. You know what I'm saying? I come back with the gospel, the comedy. Mm -hmm. And boy, we used to, you know, the pray. We used to have a whole little set. We yeah. was Church circuit. <laughs> yeah, Vogue, man. I saw the video with you and Vogue. Man, Vogue went off. Like, y'all would just freestyle playing that around. But, man, he he went off. I was like, whoa. My boy went off. You know, he, he, he cold, man. But, yeah, man. get Man, let the people get ready, man. E3 coming, bro. E3, I'm coming. I'm coming hard, too. Hey. Yeah. And, and, I, and I don't like doing that. I'm going to let the people decide. But I'm not going to toot my own horn too much. But I'm going to toot it a little bit. Like yeah, yeah, you know, toot toot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Man, and the thing about it is, is that we have a segment, we have a, a show called Music Monday. So like every other Monday, we have different artists on our show that promote their music. So like, hey man, what's your music? So man, y'all come back and tell your home gonna come through because we love to have them, man. Like we love, so I used to, I used to DJ. I, I didn't do any music, but I used to DJ at clubs. Like, so I, I love music, man. Now that I'm like in a more professional setting, I can't really get into like I want to. So I try to like, gotta give back to my music side. So man, love to have y'all Everybody on, has a music side, man. The Bible says that we are created to praise God, a joyful noise. And when you tap into that, man, that 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 side, man, that's what really powers you and give you energy. It's not even people that can't do music, man. I, I think everybody can. It's everybody who wants to, though. When you really tap into the creative side of you, of, of your, your being, that's where you find peace, man. And then that can guide you into the work that you should be doing, like, like you. Like, you know what I'm saying? You said you do the news guy. I can see that this is what you, you love to do, man. And you know what I'm saying? And when you find that, when you really, really find that dude, like Steve Jobs said it best. He says, you're gonna spend most of your life working. So you might as well do good work. But the only way you can do good work is if you love what you do. And if you love what you do, you will never work a day in your life and you'd be satisfied. But you gotta, gotta don't even, you only get satisfaction out of doing good work. And you can only do good work if you love what you do. Wow. Oh wow, that was deep, <laughs> my man, bro. I'm just man, cause some people, I like I like having hearing their real stuff, man. Like that's, yeah. that's deep, man. Like cause you know it's a passion, straight man. Straight up, yeah, straight up, and like you know, <laughs> straight up. But man, you right, man. And it's just just you gotta keep pushing. That's everybody, man. Just keep pushing, man. Like I said, just when you hear the word no, just next opportunity, you know, just next opportunity, man. Cause you gotta keep pushing. Like so, you have a I think is a great. You know, because me, I'm always about business. But, like, y'all went from Comedy Central to HBO Max, which is, like, bam. Like, when you go to HBO Max, prime time. Yeah, and you just see, bam, Southside. Like, do you think that's, like, a big, it's going to help you out with this now? They're like, you know, just, like, switching from Comedy Central to HBO Max and then, like, you know, more people are getting, like, hey, what's this show? Like, you know, is that more beneficial? Do you think how is this going to impact you, especially with y'all having season two coming out, too? Oh, man, I, I, I really think it's going to do good. It's actually, it's doing good right now. I have my team working. Like I said, me personally, the same guy who, I like I said, I booked one finish line commercial, and I made, I flipped it and made it nine. Oh, that same guy is still here. Like I said, I, I told you the story. I flipped that. I, I got I got everybody to hashtag keep the finish line guy. I start campaigning myself. I start putting myself out there. I went and did a whole photo shoot. If you go to my Instagram page, that finish line photo shoot, that was all me. That wasn't finish line, but it looked so good. Like I say, they I made them say, hey, I worked for it. You know what I'm saying? I put in my work. So say, you give me an inch, I'm the nigga that's going to take the mile. Hey, you're right about that, man. I love that, man. You gotta. So yeah, even now, right now, I have my team working on. I'm I'm doing a campaign for every episode. So the first episode, you know how they graduate from Kennedy King College. Mm -hmm. So I'm working with Kennedy King College right now with their 2021 graduates. I want to do something with them to promote the show. And um, Diallo Bashir, everybody's already on board. So we're getting ready to do something with the Kennedy King College. That's I'm putting something together right now. And then the second episode, you know, it's called Sell Yourself. That's when they were selling Viagra to the old folks home. Now I'm not gonna give the old folks no Viagra, yeah. but I am gonna go to the old folks home around on the South side and give back. I wanna probably give them some food or do something with them and do a comedy show for them. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm gonna work with them and I'm bringing them something that we I can bring to them. Maybe I'll bring them Ray Charles. <laughs> yeah, they love it. love it. I'll come and do Ray Charles for them. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I'm gonna probably, yeah, I'm gonna hit my PR person up. Yeah, look, look. and do a, do a, I'm gonna do a Ray Charles uh, uh, senior citizen, old folks tour. Yeah, and yeah. they let it hit the all. And think about the show is is that like people would think that that whole show and I, most people can't pick up on small details. But like this whole show is like is Southside Chicago, right? This is all Southside Chicago, right? It's real. All if you Southside. Like the Times, you know, uh, who else? Uh, how the the all the the the, the, the critics were raving about this show because here's the thing it's the most Chicago show you've ever seen because right. we really were on the South side. We really were where we said we were. 
And then, like, because, you know, we, because, of course, in, you know, in Shreveport, we have Ratchet, you know what I mean? Like, in, in New Orleans, they got Bib, you know, but in Chicago, they got, what's up, Joe? And so, me and my sister's like, what the hell? Joe? Who is Joe? I'm like, so we talk, who is Joe? Phone them. Yeah. And so, hey, we like, hey, not, hey, when I first met Nick Nack Pettyway, why he gonna say something? He was like, man, baby, y'all always saying phone them. He was like, but what about five now? <laughs> Man, Nick, man, like I, uh, I have not met Nick in person, but I met Dan, uh, Dan Rue already, because they all went to LSU, and so like all my friends that went to LSU. So, but like, hey, baby, I'm like, oh, that's straight New Orleans. But we get my man, you ratchet at Streetport, you know. But I heard Joe's like, man, this is really authentic, like Chicago on this show, man. I think they're like, I think uh, uh, Bazier, uh, Salton, all they're all from Chicago, right? All of them. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, Diallo's from Atlanta, but Bashir, Sutan, K, all them, Zuri. Yep. Okay. All, all Chicago natives. And they're all, they're all relatives, right? They're all relatives? Uh, uh, Zuri, uh, Sutan, Bashir okay. are, are related. Brother and sister? And twins, of course, they're brothers. Okay. <laughs> they're Chicago. Dang, that's so crazy. So I think outside of like maybe Atlanta on FX, like y'all show was like really authentic and giving back to the actual like hood itself. Like I love that man because that's the kind of realest people need, man. Like, but you know, y'all show is just like funny, funny, man. Can you can you like I know you really can't give too much, but before we kind of go to break, can you kind of give us like, you know, what are we expecting from Travis Capone in season two? I'ma say this. Expect everything. <laughs> Expect every and anything, and especially gratata. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Hey, it took me so long to figure out like gratata. How did how do you do that, man? Like, it's so... you gotta roll that off your tongue. <laughs> man, we love that, man. But and we love Ed, Ed Williams the third man. We're gonna be having a little bit more of him. He's gonna talk about his upcoming projects next on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Summer is approaching, that season where most friends and family travel, have family reunions, and enjoy that family vacation you've had over a year to plan. If you haven't had your vaccinations yet, there's still time. You might think you're fine now, but the reality is you're not. There's still contagious variants out there, and some states and cities are still behind on getting vaccinated. Don't ruin your family vacation by worrying about traveling in a hot spot. And don't be the one to cause a loved one at your family reunion to get sick. If you're still deciding on whether or not to take the vaccine, do some real research. And most of all, do what's best for you and your family. Take the politics out of it. And like everything on our show, think about it with an open mind. Straight up, we know that all lives matter. But historical events have shown that there is an inverse power dynamic between the races in our country. To highlight this, we present our Black Lives Matter merchandise. Because let's be real, some of you don't seem to understand that this isn't the organization, but a message. That message? End inequality towards minorities in America. And just in case that's too complicated for you in English, we have the phrase translated into 10 different languages. Visit StraightUpShowPodcast.com for this and all our other merch. That's S-T-R, the number 8, ShowPodcast.com. Shirts as low as All right, so we're back here with the phenomenal, talented. Like I said, he, I, I say Renaissance man because he can do everything. Uh, and he has that name. Remember his name, Edward Williams III. Man, he is an actor, comedian. Uh, somebody, Eric, man, what, what can't you do? You, I mean, you, you play ball too, didn't you? You play ball, right? So, oh, no, actually, I'm not athletic, man. Not athletic? That's, not at all. Boy, I got an athletic bone in my body. I just look athletic. I said, man, I don't know. You kind of got me confused. Now. I don't know. I, I think you can like you can you can you can ball a little bit, man. Grew up in the house with all women, my dude. Hey, like I say, I just look athletic. There's not athletic. And check this out. I actually did 
I shot a TV show, man. I had a show that I was shooting before Southside that I thought I was going to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> the show didn't even have a title yet. It was called, it was an untitled uh, Fox project, it, but they were thinking of calling it Controversy. Um, the show was back in 2017. I was a football player on a college for a college team. And a girl got raped at the football teams, like a, a pep rally, like their 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 uh, homecoming party. It was kind of like the show on um, Netflix. It was American, I think, crime or American something, where the boy got raped by the basketball team. Andre Three Thousand was on there. Dude, we were already in the works. Like they were talking about our show. Like this show is just like this show or whatever. But it was different because it was a football team and it was raped, and a girl had got raped. Dude, I shot for a month, man. Best month of my life. I shot um the dude. You remember the dude from uh, Fighting Temptation? The uh, the 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 Tyler Perry movie with the dude, and she ended up getting AIDS. She cheated on her husband. And got oh yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The dude that had AIDS, Robbie Jones, Rob, uh, Robbie Jones, I think his name is. Uh, he was my coach, so I got to meet him. Yeah, he was my coach on the show, and uh, man, that's actually where I met my homie Tarzan. I got to play on Soldier Field on the Bear Stadium, and they had to teach me how to catch the football and stuff. <laughs> hey, but it was crazy. Look, I played a basketball player on PD, and that show I got to play a football player. So you know, <laughs> fake okay. it till I make it. Fake it till you. Hey, that's part of acting, right? Part of acting. <laughs> so man, you you are an actor, and you. But the thing is, even though that you know, to me, it's like anybody that's doing anything positive, you made it, but. Even you're not even because you want to go further. I know you do, but even even you're not you're not you're using your talent to also give back. So like, tell us about some things you're doing. I know you do a lot of active coach. Like, what are you doing to give back? Tell us about some of the work you've been doing, like just with your program. Yeah, I have a non for profit called Perfect Your Craft uh, that I'm 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 building up right now to to actually do exactly what you said to start giving back in the form of art. Uh, I believe, like I said creative minds. I believe we all have a creative mind. And we just have to learn to put that into work early on. You know what I'm saying? I feel like as, as I get older, I should teach the youth what I've learned in my old age. So that way they can be more advanced in theirs. Uh, so perfect your craft. It's not just acting. I want to start opening up to all things creativity, uh, whether it be drawing, whether it be, um, you know, um, hair, doing hair, cosmetology, nails, uh, you know, just dance, you know, music, acting, you know, every part of that, every part of creating something. I'm not going to say something new because there is no new thing under the sun, but creating, be, having the ability of creating what, creating what you are influenced by. You know, and teaching people to be the more you're influenced, the more you're influenced, the more it looks original. The more influence you have, the more it looks original. If 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 I only study hip hop, I'm only gonna be hip hop. But if I study hip hop, jazz, ballet, you're gonna get something different out of that. Something that might look original, but it's not. It's just I'm a sum of my influencers. So I want to teach that that's what I believe. That's how they try to uh, strangle the black culture by keeping us away from not only what they know, but what we should know already, right. which would be our own culture mm -hmm. and our own customs. But see, when we learn, but see, here's the thing that they can't stop. Uh, uh, someone like myself is, I don't need to know where I came from to know where I'm going. See, they lied to me. I don't, I don't have to know where I came from. I just gotta know what I wanna do. And I've learned that. And so now I eat the meat and I spit out the bone. I actually, I went vegan. I'm, so I don't even eat meat no more. So I can't even use that, that saying no more. I eat the, I eat the, hmm. I need to get a saying, a vegan saying. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get a vegan saying. Yeah, but you know, uh, teach his own. Yeah. I go, yeah, and, 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 and we need to learn more. You know what I'm saying? Like my kids, I'm teaching my kids about stocks and my kids are six and 10. And I told my daughter, you know, they wanted a PlayStation. I said, get all A's and y'all get you one. Like we, I said, me and my kid, we goals, contracts. I don't, I, 
I love talking to little kids. All my little nieces and nephews, they call me Uncle Man. You know what I'm saying? That's Uncle Man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they want something from me. It's a deal. It's negotiation. You know, I had a little niece. She wanted to make cupcakes and stuff. I told her, hey, you going to make them cupcakes? What you going to do with them? She, We're going to sell them. And then and when we sell them, you're going to pay. I say, how much we going to have on this? Because it's my money that, that bought it, whether it be my food stamps or not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so she says 60 40. So I say, I bet. So 60 40. Do it 60 40. Yeah, do it. 60 40. Man. You know, but I'm teaching mine young because I've learned, you know, it's a, a whole nother life I live, man. I was a personal assistant for this Jewish guy. You know what I'm saying? So I learned that, you know, Jewish people, man, they keep their money in house. They learn and they teach their young kids, man. They teaching them mathematic games at an early age. They teaching them how to how to how to uh think outside of the box. Do you remember on uh you remember on uh, coming to America when Eddie Murphy was in the in the barbershop he played the white guy? Right. You know that was a Jewish guy. Yeah and that was uh, you know and I didn't know that was him at all. And so check this out. So you know remember the joke that he did at the end? Uh about that, the uh the two guys that came in and where, where's the spoon? Right. But that's a real Jewish joke. You know the meaning behind it? I know. I, to this day, I, I can never understand that joke. Okay, so check it out. I'll do the joke. He says, so man, I went into the, I went into the restaurant one day, right? and, and the man gave me my soup. And I say, hey, 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 can you taste the soup? And the waiter says, oh, wow, what's wrong with the soup? He said, just taste the soup. He said, what, is the soup too hot, the soup cold? He said, no, nah, man, just taste the soup. He said, what, you got to fly in the soup or something? Say, man, just, just taste the soup. He said, okay, I'll taste the soup. All right, all right, all right. Where's the spoon? Raha. Raha. So the meaning of that joke is this. A Jewish person never is going to give you the answer. They want you to use your mind. The waiter never gave him a spoon. But instead of him saying, sir, you didn't do your job. You didn't give me a spoon. He made a situation so that the man could realize what he hadn't given him. And that, that's brain power. You get what I'm saying? Like, dude, they use their brain. So instead of me telling you the answer and saying, hey, bro, you didn't give me a spoon, because that would be me telling you to do your job. It's like, hey, taste my soup. Why? Just taste it. Can you? Think of it like that. All right, I'll taste your soup. All right, taste it. Where your spoon at? Exactly. You never gave me one. Damn. <laughs> All these years. After all these years, I just finally got that joke. Wow. Man, let me, man, I, I, I'll give you a secret if you want it. Full of knowledge, dog. Bring it on. Man. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. All right. Man, I don't care what nobody tell you. All of this knowledge and everybody that everybody has, whether they know it or not, it comes from the Bible. And people change it up and put a different name on it. And people listen to them because of the money that they have. All of this knowledge, everything, that's, that's strict. That, that even Jewishly is a joke, but that's still biblical. God ain't going to never give us uh, the answer, you know what I'm saying? Or never tell us. He always put us in a situation so that we can see ourselves. Michael right. Jackson said it best. He said, I'm talking to the man in the mirror. You know what I'm saying? DMX, man. You know, I just started listening to DMX and I said, I can't be sad for a man that made music like that. He knew where he was going. He knew who he was. He knew who he was serving. You know what I'm saying? It's people that we're still up in this world because we're still thinking at the beginning when Adam and Eve did what they did, literally God said, now your eyes are open. Now you're going to think you're God. Right. And that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks they got a heaven and hell to put some money in. Everybody looking at him, man, he left these kids. He did this, these drugs, he did this. Where is heaven's handbook that told you that disqualified him? Right. Dang. No, like right. no one has, first of all, getting to heaven, my Bible tells me it's a gift. I've never had a gift that I had to qualify for. Right. All I had to do was say, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And that's why I'm clicking with him so well, because like we both grew up in the church. So like, you know, and I know you probably haven't listened to much of our episodes, but man, you know, I, I go off. I'm like, man, this is this, isn't that? And like I said, I always bring it back full circle to the Bible. Uh, so that man, man, this dude is dropping gems today, y'all. Y'all, y'all have to remember his name 
Edward <laughs> Williams the third, man, because he's dropping gems right now, man. That's that's so deep. You said that, man. Like you know, I think that Muhammad Ali was saying that uh, he don't care about God. Don't care about if you're Jews, Gentiles, or Anglo America. It was like how are we gonna treat each other on this earth, and like how are we gonna get to heaven and hell? Like so, it's just like people don't understand that. And like I, I'm, a, I'm gonna get a lot of flack about this one, especially from my conservative friends. But like you know. Sometimes Louis Farrakhan says, like, dang, it's pretty, like, wow. It's, like, it's, sometimes he says it's kind of off the wall, but, like, dang, you know, listen. Like, and you don't have to listen to everybody that kind of tells you. As long as you get information, I think it's all about being a good person, man. And, like, you know. And, and that's what it's all about, dude. Yeah. I don't care. Let me tell you something. If you, if you was a stone-cold killer and becoming a Buddhist made you more calm, peaceful, made you spread more love on this earth, by all means, glory to the booty. I mean, how, how do you say they Buddhist? If you Buddhist, Christian, if you're Christian, if you Christianity is Christian, if you Buddhist is boot, Buddhism? Buddhism, yeah, Buddhism. Buddhism. Right, I, I accept it all, man, wow. This You know what I'm saying, right? And that's what I'm saying, it's positivity. People don't, it's positive energy. Jesus had 12 disciples. He also said that there was 12 uh, uh, nations, you know what I'm saying, 12 different tribes. He also said that there are people, he said there's sheep that are not of this flock. There are signs in there that tell me to mind my business. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yep. I can call him whatever I want. He said his name. He never even told us his name. If you read the story of Jesus, Jesus never said who God, never gave us God's name. Because nope. God is just a, is a blanket name. Mm -hmm. Um, Mary named him Jehovah or whatever she named him. We call him Jesus. Everybody called him something. Mm -hmm. You hear me? They call him Yahweh, Ishua. You know what I mean? That's it. Muslims call him Allah. You know, Allah, yeah. here's the thing. Jehovah, when it's called him Jehovah, it doesn't matter because he never said, he always said, who do they say? I am. I am. So guess yeah. what? I call him the great I am. So whatever mm -hmm. I am is what he can be. Right. And, and the thing is, collectively, if you get all these, the Quran, all this stuff put together, it all has one message. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, you know, do on to That's others. the message we need to be listening to. Yep. And it's do on That's the message we need to find. Mm -hmm. And it's so deep, man, because I mean, like, because I, I come out, I told you I did my work in Africa and stuff like that. And it's like, they have different beliefs too. It's like, man, like, because, man, one thing that, that messed me up was that, because, you know, there's always like a stigma that, you know, African-Americans and Africans don't get along. You know what I mean? I don't know if you heard it before. But like, man, I talked to a guy in Africa, he's like, man, we don't care about that. That's the past. Like, how can we build each other up right now? You know what I mean? And like, man, that just blew my mind away, man, because like, don't worry about the past, man. Like, But, you know, that comes with, that comes with generations because I have some, clients some students that are nigerian and that are african who do know about that stigma they just don't buy into it anymore their fathers their 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 parents are still like that thinking that they are and it's not them bro this is systematically set up you got my man from snowfall from the uk in Elba. um you and and like the my nigerian people they just like they're still they were like, they don't look at us differently, but they look at them differently. One, they're cheaper to come over here and to pay them. Two, they speak uh, what they think is well or better than the black people that speak here. And they make them a hot commodity. It's still, it's still like Jim Crow, man. It's still putting the, the light-skinned people in the house and the dark-skinned people out on the field. That's all that is. Right. That's mm -hmm. all that is. And 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 a lot of the Africans are starting to see that now you know what i'm saying because man i, I looked up slavery bro and, and let me say straight up <laughs> straight up every time i've seen slavery whether it been in the bible or on this earth it was always the their own kind who sold them into it it was either them or they or, or somebody like them it was never the 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 the, the person that the person the person becoming the slave owner mm -hmm. it was always given to them mm -hmm. Yep. So you know what I'm saying? Hey, y'all take that how y'all want it. I yep. know that's gonna hey, nope. I know that I know a lot of people ain't gonna like me now, but <laughs> no, 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 but no, because that's exactly what our show is about, man. Like, 
you know, we, we <laughs> I say a little thing on our show is that if y'all like what we talk about our show, we have an email. It's called I don't care at gmail.com. So I mean, like, you just, oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> not, not because, you know, ah! a lot of people don't care, you know, because they, but it's the truth though, man. And a lot of people, it's they're scared to hear these uncomfortable uh, conversations. That's what our show embraces is those uncomfortable conversations. And, and it's not just, you being an actor saying these things is that because this is how you carry yourself when you go into employment and you have a different mindset because the competitor that you're competing against for that role or for a job where's their mind at are they going to fall into the the same old the same old or keep doing like you said you have a secret to what you do in your auditions so do they know that no because your mind is expanding like okay well these uh these producers and directors are seeing actors already all day today they probably seen all the day long, all day long. So hundreds how, of people, hundreds of people. So how can I stand out from the rest of it, man? Like just that's it, man. And to me, to me, honestly, that's the key of life. You you have to run in your own lane. You got to figure out how can you stand out from the rest because there will never be a Ed Williams the third ever again. There will never be a Calvin ever again. But because we are different, like our legacy will last on forever. You know what I mean? So. That's like, because if you want to keep following, well, I got the brand new Jays because it came out today, but the brand new Jays that came out, you know what I mean? <laughs> which, actually, which one of Travis's key episodes was about brand new Jordans coming out on Southside. <laughs> but, hey. no, like, but it's like, you know, what makes you trending? Like, so everybody has these new shoes out, but, you know, what's going to be different about those shoes and you putting your feet in them? What are you going to do in those Jays? You know what I mean? Like, are yeah, you exactly. Are you going to do your reselling, at- you know? And look, and it's crazy because like even in that episode, I'd say I got my J's from uh I got them from from uh, <laughs> I say you know me and Juanita. Juanita I met yeah. Juanita on the, on a certain website. Yeah. I said, man, that's one of these. I'm like Juanita. Who is Juanita? Like this is just so random. Like you know, because you know who Juanita is. Uh-uh. Who's Jordan's ex-wife. Oh, I didn't get that. Ah. <laughs> Please tell me that was an ad lib. Like, was that an ad lib or that's just wow? <laughs> like, do y'all do y'all have free range on that show? Like, do y'all have like just bro? The- bro I was like, honestly, I was uh, only supposed to be in like three episodes, and I ended up being in six. Like episode eight, I think. You know when they did the wave free waves? Yeah. I wasn't supposed to be in the episode. Then they were debating whether they were gonna cut my hair, but then they couldn't cut my hair because we hadn't shot it was the last episode yet. So uh, I'm also a painter on the show. You remember, like, oh yeah, at the end, the uh, comment, yeah. At the end, I'm, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't expect this stuff from Travis, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm painting a whole little Picasso picture. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow, man. Yeah, y'all do uh, y'all's thing on that show, man. Because not nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, they give us they give us a lot of a lot of leg room to do our own thing, man. That's why you got all these different characters and you got all this um, authenticity. Uh, where it's not just one person that created these kids. They actually let us, like, do a lot. And that's even, man, you got to wait. Stay tuned, man, because, hey, you finna get a whole different side. I don't know right now. I don't want to overstep and say too much. I don't know if it's, I, I believe it's an hour-long show, but uh, I'm not Southside. Okay, my bad. <laughs> my new show, my new uh, show. Mm. Uh, I'm on a new show, man, called 61st Street, uh, executive producer Michael B. Jordan. Wow. Uh, man, uh, yeah, I'm already, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm already uh, looking at season one and two to be Ooh. in it. Uh, I play a big role, man. I play I play yeah. a second in command to uh, to one of the, the top gangs in Chicago. Uh, so, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's what I've been doing this week. That's why I got a little hectic, got a little busy, man. I was doing some stuff, right. uh, getting ready for that. Man, so that's gonna be dope, man. So hey, like I say, remember the name, but we was the third, baby, because hey, I'm coming. Uh when once I finish that, man, I'm going right back to Southside to start sh- finish shooting episode uh season season two, man. But yeah, y'all can look for me, man, uh, as Victor Simmons. Victor coming Simmons. up. Hey, Victor Simmons coming out at Victor Simmons yeah. to Travis Capone to just E3. E3, man. E3. So E3, E3, baby. And my thing is, so let me ask you this right quick. It's kind of like a Ryan Robin, like, uh, just, just like last couple of questions right quick before we wrap up. Uh, so since you've been an acting, like, who is one actor that kind of uh, just kind of like you were starstruck to meet? Um, nobody. Nobody. 
So you're not mm-hmm. starstruck to meet anybody yet. I will be starstruck when I meet Jamie Foxx. That's my idol. Okay. Jamie Foxx and Leon. Yep. Them are, them are, that's the, my, that's, those my two, man. Leon first, man. I've been watching Leon my whole life as David Ruffin, as JT off the Foul Heartbeats. He did Little Richard. Uh, he kind of, kind of messed me up when he did the movie Couple. But, uh, yeah, I ain't seen that one yet. Uh-uh. Okay. But uh, Leon was my man, but then Jamie, that's been, Jamie has been my idol, man. Mm-hmm. That, Jamie is, is, uh, I'll I, I say me and him are cut from the same cloth. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I'm going to resonate with anybody, it's me and Jamie. Me, Jamie, uh, me, 50 Cent, mm-hmm. and, and Kevin Hart. So Kevin yeah, Hart. I want, we'll give y'all a few of my ingredients. If you want to know Edward, you got 50, Kevin, and Jamie Foxx. Okay. And Leon. A little sprinkle of Leon. And sprinkle of Leon. Sprinkle of Leon. And a sprinkle of Leon. And you know, you know, it's people out there in our community who's never seen five heartbeats. I'm like, wow, that's that's that's, they, that's they don't scary. belong to our community. <laughs> I'm like, if man, you ain't Lee, five heartbeats, you don't belong to our community. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, it to me with Leon's like, how did you go from David Ruffin to JT, man? Like, cause he, man, Leon is like, if we had like a uh, Black Cinema Hall of Fame, man, Leon definitely gonna be in. He definitely, place. he definitely need to be in the Hall of Fame, man. Gotta be, no, man. did you see him as as Little Richard? Yeah, I see him. Yeah, man. No, he was hey, he was in his bag. Man. Cool runnings. Cool. Oh, I forgot about cool run. Yeah, man. He 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 got he got a catalog. And like, you know what? That's okay because like as black actors, you gotta make your own way, man. Like if not if I anybody love, gonna... I would love to work with Leon, dog. Love to work with that man. That's yeah. my if if I was an actor, you know who I want to work with? I want to work with Lorenz Tate. I don't know why, but I want to work with Lorenz. He's from Chicago. Is he really? Yeah, God. and I saw you working. I know because Kel was on the show too. But you like we had a picture with Kel Mitchell. So are y'all like real close or? Uh yeah, yeah, man. Uh, man, Kel actually invited me. He's a pastor now. What? You know that? Yeah, yeah. He invited me to. Uh, he opened up Good Burger. You know what I'm saying? As like mm. a pop up show, he had invited me out. Man, Kel, man, he's a really cool dude. He, you know, uh, I believe when it comes to the energy, me and him, we cut from the same cloth. That man. Okay. Still acts like Kale from all that. All that. Singing for no reason. Like, like legit. When the camera's not on, he's still. <laughs> like, he's still like, he is Kale. Like, man, when he, when he yeah, said. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, dude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he said my, my new thing called Square Up Jesus, I'm like, Square Up Jesus is about fighting your demons. I'm like, bruh. Like, Who said that? That was on the uh, I think the uh, when they had the golfing episode outside when Kel was oh. on it, and he was talking to the clown. He was like, "Yeah, it's called uh, Square Up Jesus." Square Up Jesus. Yeah, it's about fighting your demons. I'm like, bro, whoever wrote that, I don't know if it was Langston or Will, whoever wrote it, man. Yeah. But man, I was like, Square Up Jesus. I'm like, bro, nah, dude, them dudes, hey, them dudes don't make it hard. I tell you that they don't make it hard, man. They the writing is already good for us to even just. Mm-hmm. Throw our little sauce in it, you know what I'm saying? It's very good. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, I don't know, if remember the line when when Zuri was doing a song, and I'm like, "Oh, we about to remix Slob on my knob." <laughs> it's my knob, Slob on it. Like, man, that that song for Stephanie, bro. Like that whole it's part. It's right my knob. Like, shit on Slob on. When she said shit on myself, so they won't like you. I was yeah. like, bro, or, dis- or like, dis- dislocate your shoulder like in lethal shoulder too. like a lethal weapon too. I was like, bro. Who wrote that? And she was like, like her ad libs on the show was like, now uh, let me, see from your. Uh, now let me ask you huh? something. Have you watched mm-hmm. Bashir Diallo's other show that's on the uh, IFD? Sherman Showcase? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and Ziri, you know, Ziri out there, she did a yeah. Drop It Low for Jesus. Drop It Low for Jesus. And then she did a uh, the Kid song. Kid the Claw. I was like, bruh, like, who, who did it? And I, I want to know if it's Diallo. Is he a real detail or what? Yes, he's yes. a real. Okay, I figured he was because, like, yeah. I, I used to DJ, so I'm like, wait a minute, you you know these knobs a little too well. You're like, what you? you uh, yeah, he DJ. DJ. Yeah, he, okay. he definitely, hey, he definitely DJ man. Uh, he he uh, even though, like during the quarantine, he was doing a little DJ. He had little DJ parties on like Zoom. Okay, that uh, man, I've met celebrities on there with him. He got a bunch of like, I met you know Marlon Wayne's. That's yeah, when he did Chris. I met Marlon man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I met I, I met people, but 
Jamie, Jamie, 50, and uh, Kevin Hart. Leon and, and Kevin. I think, but the only person I'm going to be starstruck really is. No, nah, probably. It'd probably be all three. All three. Okay. Four, probably a second. But the longest I'm going to be is Jamie. I'm going to need a minute. I'm going to need a minute by myself. I, I'm going to need to become a man again because I'm going to turn mm. into a whole female. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, so I live in Dallas now. So, like, his hometown is Ontario, which is, like, yeah. down the street. And, like, you know, if you're driving from Louisiana to uh to Dallas, there's a place called Bucky's in Terrell, Texas. I'm like, so you see Terrell, you think about Jamie Foxx because Jamie Foxx is from Terrell, Texas. So I'm like, oh, man, I'm from Jamie Foxx. And then you get people in the gas that call Bucky's. Oh, Jamie comes in all the time. Like they say, Jamie is just a real cool down to earth dude. I'm like, wow. Like I think he would be a down to earth dude, just really cool to kick it with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so before we go, wrapping things up with Edward Williams the third. So before we go, how can people reach you, contact you, and talk to you on social media or be a part of your uh, a part of your uh, your your uh, nonprofit? Uh, yeah. So uh, man, everybody can reach me at Edward Williams the third. Uh, on any social platform, Edward William III, there's three eyes at the end, um, or they can reach me via email, that's bookings at edwardwilliamthe3rd.com, bookings at edwardwilliamthe3rd.com. Right now, like I said, I'm still in the works of getting my non-for-profit all the way up, but I do have a website, uh, EW3 Studios, where I do Zoom classes, uh, as far as on the coaching side, I'm getting ready to, uh, Natalie Orphelia is on my website as well, she does vocal lessons, um, I do have a YouTube channel, Edward William III, where I'm going to start posting a lot of tutorial videos for acting. Um, and then they can still book a class with me via Zoom or send me their, you know what I'm saying, send me their uh, audition tapes and I can edit it or I can give them pointers, things like that. Like all of this, like, you know, COVID really showed us that we can do, we can be international with all of our businesses. Uh, so yeah, it's Edward William III, every platform, no matter how you reach out to me, I will get back to you um because that's just what i do man and like i said he is man outside of him acting man just if you heard this show today man he just an all-around good dude man just the energy the gems he's dropped today uh man like i man before we go man just y'all give it up for every week the third man thank you so much for coming on the show and like i said man y'all have to remember his name because he is on a rocket and is going to the moon man thank you so much brother and appreciate you, dog. It is E3. Yes, sir. Got to remember the name. Remember the name. All right. Thank you, Evan. All right. All right man. Thank you, Kevin.